When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, I'm here with my good friend, Jeremiah Stringer. How you doing, well, Jeremiah? Hello, everybody. I'm doing very well on this fine Monday evening. How about you, oh, John? Oh, yeah. I'm doing good. We've already got someone commenting out here. Uh, Cujo is saying hello to everybody. So, What up, hello, Cujo? Cujo? It's nice to see you. So we are, uh, we are ha- going to have a good night. We're just going to have a good night. Oh, this is a special one. This is because we we somehow pulled off having really a high-end guest this week. I mean, we're talking somebody who uh, she started about the same time as we did on YouTube. Yeah. And she's killing it. And she is. Uh, she just did the John Muir Trail, which... Jeremiah, you know that's that's like a goal of mine. That's one of my that's one of my uh, bucket list hikes. Yeah, hopefully so, uh, soon, man. Oh, I know. I'm looking forward to it, but I don't want to talk about us. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So before we get going, you know what? We got to start first before we even bring in our guest. It's time to bring on the ticker. So the ticker is up. <laughs> Fake news is going to be going, and we are going to bring in an awesome guest. So. Jeremiah, why don't you introduce our, our guest for the night? All right. We have the one and only JMT Thruhocker, Amy Rout. Welcome to the party. Hello, Amy. Hi. How's it going? How are you doing? Good. I'm excited to be here talking to you guys. Now, so we're, we're excited you just agreed to be with us today. That's really cool. <laughs> no, so I'm like, yeah. No, how's it really going out in Utah? Um, it's going well. It's, uh, getting colder out. So hikes are getting a little bit cooler. Uh, fires are dying down though. Uh, so that's good news. And I'm not excited for winter. <laughs> really? You're not a cold yeah. weather backpacker? I, I mean, I can be because we do have the desert, so that's nice, but I definitely prefer summer. Uh, yeah. You know, I understand that. The, yeah. The big key to the winter backpacking is to bring a lot of stuff and like really good food, steak. You can bring yeah. some fish, whatever you want. You don't even have to freeze it like the day before. Back I mean, me and, yeah, and that's not usually my style, but maybe I should get into that. <laughs> you are, it's not ultralight. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, it sounds good though. Well, we already we, have uh, somebody jumping on the Go Next trail for you, Jeremiah, tonight. Uh, Amy is oh. Team Go Next with Jeremiah. I don't know if you know what that's about, Amy. It's a so long I've, story. Okay, I've seen a little bit about it. Is it like a... I, it's like a some Japanese kind of, company that sent okay. Jeremiah some free stuff, and he actually wore it in a video. <laughs> well, we Amazing. don't know if it's Chinese or Japanese. Was it like record. a fanny pack or something? <laughs> no, something it's like a that? backpack. It's like a, oh, 70, a <laughs> 70 liter backpack or something. Okay. And nice. there are people already excited that you're here, Amy. So we've got. We've oh, got, yay. Uh, and then uh, Justin Outdoors. Yay, Amy. So Aww. he's excited to have you on here. Um, let's see. Is there anybody else in here? 
<laughs> we got Jeremiah, the expert in winter hiking. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's not true, Jeremy. So, Amy, something that I'm dying to talk to you about. Yes. You just came back, and if if anybody hasn't seen it yet, they need to go check out your channel because you put all your stuff together, and I'm sure you left out a bunch, but it's an hour long and it's like a full on documentary. And I got to say, I've never seen somebody publish um, like a through hike like that. And I absolutely love how you put that together. So what inspired you once you got back from the JMT? And I do want to hear about the hike, but what inspired you to put your video together in such a way and describe it for people who haven't seen it? Yeah, well, first of all, I really appreciate you saying that you liked it because I was really, really nervous about it. Um, I think a lot of people say that they prefer, you know, stuff broken down in series or videos aren't, are not as long. Uh, but when I was editing it, it just, it didn't feel right to split it up. <laughs> and I just, I kind of get like, I had a picture in my head of what it would look like. Um, and so, you know, I wanted to have a lot of talking while we were out there, you know, how we were feeling and things like that, shots of what the trail looked like. Uh, and then I wanted to throw the interview in that we filmed at home just for like extra information. Um, yeah, it was just kind of something that I pictured probably because I've seen it in other documentaries I've liked. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Well, it just felt person, right. You got one person who's already said it was the best vid trip video of the summer. Oh, so, that is awesome. Uh, so, and uh, we were also told Justin, that if, yeah. if you took us hiking, we might die. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm not really going to say that. And then also we got another person on here is also saying uh, Amy's JMT video was awesome. So, Oh, that makes me feel so good. I appreciate that. You got that. some fans on here tonight. Yeah, that's great. So how long, you had all this footage, how long did the trail actually take you from start to finish counting your zeros? Um. It was 16 days total. Wow, that is so... And how many miles? It was, I think... So it's hard to figure out the exact mileage because we weren't tracking and I kind of just tapped on the on Gaia. Sure. Um, and it came out to like about 235 miles. In 16 days? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would die too. That's <laughs> that was the Sierras. It's, we're not like talking like flat grand ground we're not talking like in kansas we're talking like in the sierras <laughs> yeah i mean it was hard it wasn't easy for sure a lot of up and down but the one thing i do have to say and it makes a really big difference is because you know the john muir trail and it's a part of the pacific crest trail the trail is just so well maintained i mean it's just like one foot in front of the other which it just it's really helpful so, you know, no like scrambling or insanely steep. It's just kind of just going. <laughs> and beautiful. And beautiful. Is the, is yeah, the and beautiful. Of, you said it's part of the PCT, correct? Yeah, I think most of it is along the PCT. At some point it veers off a little bit and then comes back, I believe. Yeah. We and, got you some more comments on here real quick. Uh, Amy's JMT video was awesome. The video and format was awesome. You're getting a lot of awesome tonight. Yeah, uh, that is awesome. I can't believe it was shot on an iPhone. Incredible quality. Um, so you're getting you're getting a lot of love right now. So that's that's pretty awesome. I, I 
I gotta admit, I watched most of it, and then I had a screaming child. And so... <laughs> Plus, it is a really long video. I mean, I will watch hour-long videos, but usually over a period of like two to three days, I'll like pause it and come back. It's engaging, though. I, I will say that it's it's engaging. Like it, it was a good story. It wasn't just uh, random pictures of flowers and stuff. It was like there was actually like a story to it the whole time. And I think I, for me personally, I appreciate that in videos. And so it really helped me to connect with it. Plus, like I told you, I am wanting so badly to do that trail. So yeah, so you have a little the, extra interest. Yeah, like he's got a vested interest. I bet he's out there <laughs> in a couple of years. I'm excited to see what he puts together. Hello from India. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it's part of the PCT, and it not the PCT graded for horses, or am I mistaken? Um, I don't know if the whole thing is. Yeah, but, but your part's I, not, right? No, I think it is. So it's actually really crazy. Going over a forester pass, you're like, wow, there's no way that people take horses up this um but there is horse poop and on these like really crazy narrow switchbacks i mean it's insane and i'm pretty sure most of it is wide enough so i think it is maintained for horses i mean you're wow you're following horse poop the whole way so <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely i mean it's good enough for them to be on it for sure yeah that's what? interesting that you say that too because um i've been on a lot of trails recently that are also horse trails and some of the areas are just wide enough for human feet, like just two feet. And yeah, yet, I know people are taking horses through there and it just yeah. blows my mind that, that they're able to do that. So yeah. if, if I could ask you, what would you say during that whole hike, what was the most difficult part of it? I don't know if it was the trail itself. Was it getting hungry? Was it, uh, I don't know. What's it your, your fiance smell? I mean, what was the most <laughs> difficult thing on this entire, on this entire hike? Um, okay. So I did have, I did learn a lot about, um, I guess how to fuel myself or how to feed myself. Um, I planned more than enough calories. That was a whole other thing. Um, but the first, I want to say five days or so I kept, uh, bonking. And so I had to learn if I was feeling hungry at all, I had to immediately eat or else I was just going to crash really hard. Um, I think I might have packed probably a little too much like sugary things uh, because once we got a resupply and we had a bunch of nut butter in there, I was able I had I was able to last a lot longer. Um, so that was just like something that took almost a week to figure out or maybe like five days to figure out. And it was just like one of those random weird challenges that I didn't think would be like one of the bigger issues. But yeah, I, I mean, I think that was one of the hardest things. My feet hurt a lot, really. They were pretty uh, pretty sore at the end of each day. Um, I think we just needed more breaks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Justin Outdoors wants to know, uh, was there any specific training that you did for the JMT? Uh, so kind of. I really wanted to get enough mileage in um, just for my feet to be, to get used to being on them. Uh, but it was an issue because I think the entire month of March and maybe most of April, I like sat on the couch. <laughs> that was when COVID really hit here. And I didn't do 
almost anything. Um, and then, so I got into it really fast and then my AT band syndrome flared up. Uh, so I was able to do a few big things and then I had to really slow it down because I was just in so much pain, hoping that it would go away <laughs> by the time I started the JMT. So I did get some time on my feet, but not as much as I had planned to. Luckily it ended up okay. Wow. So did yeah. you do, did you do anything for your IT band center? I know that you dealt with that in the past and it's kind of an on, ongoing issue. Did you do anything beforehand besides rest and the normal stuff or did it flare up on trail too? So I, I did message my physical therapist and she yeah. was just, you know, told me, okay, do your back stretches because that's something that works for me. Um, and she was like, you just, you need to rest. Uh, and that's what I did. I just, rested and did back stretches i think in the two to three weeks before the jmt i think i did a total of three hikes that were like three to five miles <laughs> you know not much of anything at all and it and it did end up flaring up on the jmt but the weird thing was it was only within the first few days and it went away and never came back wow, um that's great yeah so i have a theory well it's kind of a theory and this is kind of something my physical therapist told me is that uh, I think the combination of sitting down for a long time and then going out and working my body hard is is like when it's a problem. So I think, you know, not being able to sit down in a chair on the JMT, yeah. I was a my body was able to, I don't know, figure itself out or something. Um, it, it's kind of like when you go on a long hike and you're fine the entire time and then you ride for five hours in a car yeah. and you get out and you're doing the hike. Yep. Strut, exactly. Know? Yeah. You're fine. Like for a week yes. every day. But the moment you rode in that car for five hours, you're yep. as a board when you get out of it. Yep. And that totally that happens with my T-band, too. It's like I'll be on go on a hike and I'll be fine. I'll sit in the car and it's getting out of the car. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, and then <laughs> yeah. that's when it'll really get me. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm screwed for the next month or something. <laughs> Did your shoes so. affect it too? Because my wife, she was dealing with some of that on the Foothills Trail, but she was wearing ultras for the first time. And I think the zero drop is what was hurting her. But did, what was your choice of shoes? And does that mess with anything? So I wear the Solomon Speed Cross 4s, and they yeah. are not a low drop shoe okay. that, that I know of. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And I haven't tried to switch shoes since I've had IT band problems. I've been interested, but I just... I have two pairs that I need to wear through and I don't want to spend money on, on a new <laughs> yeah, pair. Um, so I don't know, but I'm kind of interested to see if, you know, problems. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Here's something, here's something interesting. Mark Haas said he ran into yeah. you on the GMT and he thought he noticed you weren't using trekking poles. Is that the way you usually hike? Yeah. So I, Mark, <laughs> um, we had left reds. I think, yeah, it was the day we left reds. And I was so glad he stopped me on the trail because he's the very first person who has ever said something to me on the trail or who has recognized me. And so I thought that was super awesome. He's with his daughter. They were doing a really cool uh, backpacking trip. But yeah, I do not use trekking poles. Um, I, I know they help a lot of people. And I mean, most of the time, because my T-band stuff is not a knee issue. It's a back problem. Um, and I, I just haven't found when I have used them that they make my trip any better. And I honestly just don't like carrying them in my hand. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe one that. day that will change. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've just never, 
if you're ever a 46 year old overweight guy you'll probably use them Um, (laughs) but i don't think it's ever going to happen for you so you're probably pretty safe that's that's my guess okay so so we got a we got a little thing we're going to do here today something new uh for the past few weeks we've been doing this segment called pop quiz but we're not doing pop quiz tonight we're doing something brand new it's never been done before before it is simply called what does it weigh? Okay, so this is the way this is going to work. We are going to do this little thing where we have this big scale right here. I'm going to go ahead and turn it on right now. Can you see that, Amy? Yes. So you can see the scale? Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you an item, and I'm going to talk about it live. And I'm sure there are a lot of happy people right now because our logo is covering up my face. <laughs> So, um, that's my beard on you. I know that's actually you're right. Um, but anyway, so what we're going to do, this is real simple. We're going to show you and Jeremiah an item. And it's an item that is typically carried on the trail. Uh, and every item is extremely ultralight, every single one of them. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to show you each item. And then you each have to guess what you think that item weighs. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll be really embarrassed, though, if it's like a gear item that I have and I have no idea what it weighs. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. Okay, so the very first thing we're going to show you is a USB cable, like a basic USB cable that you would take to recharge your phone, your headlight, whatever. What's the length okay. on that? 312 feet. 312 feet. I, yeah, honestly, right. I'm going to guess three feet. I'm going to guess three feet. Okay. Do you want the people in the comments to guess too? I mean, they can. Ooh, Somebody might idea. nail it. I don't know. Yeah. They can if they'd like to. And, I'm going to be so bad at this. Yeah, me too. Are we going <laughs> let's, ounces? Let's give it a try here. Let's, how many ounces do you think this weighs? Okay, ounces. I don't know. I might have you to got, convert to grams. You got to do it before this uh, this thing turns off over here. <laughs> I'll let Amy go first. <laughs> Amy, you go first. I don't know. I... There's no bad guesses. Four ounces. That's Four a terrible ounces. guess. It's I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you guessing, Jeremiah? I say .5 ounces. .5. John Tom Sipernowski says 1.5. So we're gonna set it on here. .7 ounces. Wow. Point I had goes a to really Jeremiah. Point goes to Jeremiah on that one. I'm trying to like reach under my microphone and underneath <laughs> this, and, and there's my fingers right there. Um, wow, that okay. was horrible. That's okay. There's no judgment going on here. Okay, uh-huh. this is an item that I took with me on the entire Sheltoe Trace hike where I had a GoPro for my camera the whole time, and it's just a little Joby Gorilla Pod, a little mini one. Oh. So what do you want to guess? Oh, I've never felt one of those before. Okay, I'll guess four ounces again. Four ounces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 4.1 ounces, Bob. Ooh, we're going oh. like – this is, a, this is like – What's the show? The price uh, is anyway. right. Yeah, the price is right. Here we go. It is one point six ounces. Point point goes to Amy Rao. Oh, I, I should have known. We got that. Wow. So we are tied up now. We are tied up one point to one point. Okay. <laughs> next item is my alcohol stove, the Spagiver two point made out of a Michelob Ultra can. Oh. That's a tough. I'll guess first this I can't time. Hold it. So there we go. Um, I'm gonna say point nine nine ounces. Point nine nine ounces. All right, then I'll say one ounce. <laughs> You're a savage. <laughs> You're a savage. <laughs> point oh, four wow, ounces. Wow, that is so light. 
Oh, no. <laughs> Jeremiah <laughs> takes the lead. Two to one. Okay, the next item up for up for guessing is the gasket. The little O-ring that you use to replace the ones in your Sawyer squeeze, squeeze when they fall out. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Oh. I'm letting Amy go this time. Uh, point zero two ounce. No, that's probably too much. <laughs> point zero two. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Is that too heavy? I have we'll no idea. We'll find out a second. We'll find out a All second. All right, whatever. I'm sticking sticking with it. Okay. All right. I'll give her a chance here. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take the highball. I'm gonna say ten ounces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, doesn't Zero. register. <laughs> it weighs nothing. So Miyagi on the trail, if you're out there, I finally found something that weighs nothing. It literally oh weighs God. nothing. So, all right, Amy, you tied it up. It's now two to two. two all to right. Two. Okay, the next thing, because we've all carried cameras out onto the trail with us to do video and things, you've got to have these little SIM cards. So it's black, so i got to hold it somewhere. With oh, the light. SD. Little SD card. Okay. So what are we guessing on the SD card? I'm going to say 0. 0.1. Uh, okay, I'll say 0. 0.2. Okay. For the win? Oh. Zero! <laughs> Miyagi, I found two items that weigh nothing. There we go. Oh, I, we can't, we're going to do a couple more. We got to. This is too okay. much fun. I'm having too much fun with this right now. So um, I'm just so bad at this. This is fun, though. This is fun. It uh, is this fun. is more for guys. But I know Jeremiah has never actually used one of these on the trail either. But this is a simple uh, beard brush oh. for guys. It's a little wooden beard brush. Wow. Uh, let's say two ounces. Okay. I'll say one ounce. One you ounce. Never, she's never held one of those. <laughs> I don't even brush my own oh. hair. Point eight, point seven ounces. Nice. 0.7 ounces. Check that out. That's good stuff right there. Okay, it's, we're tied back up. I think this Are should we? be for the win. Okay. It's three to three. <laughs> three to three. For the win. And and the last thing that we're going to talk about is something I put in, I use in my hammock every time I go out, and that is the hang time hook. This is so that I can hang my phone from the, t- from the ridge line in my hammock, and uh, I get to hang my phone up there, watch movies. Somebody texts me, I can read it. I don't have to, like, hold it up like this the whole time. Uh, so what are your guesses on the hang time hook? Is it plastic? It is plastic. Three ounces. Mm-hmm. How heavy is the hang time hook? That's cheating, man. You need to put that down. <laughs> did it just it did, tell you? No, it didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome, though. What did, what did you guess, Amy? I guessed three. Three? Okay. Uh, I think it's lighter than that. I'm going to say 1.5. 1.5. Okay. 1.6. Oh, that was so close. Jeremiah too. Stringer for the Sorry, win. I'm undefeated. Way to be friendly to our guest, man. What can I say? Sorry, <laughs> Amy. Okay. You weren't as good. I was Wait. just really bad at this. No, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> it was so, fun, though. All right. So, Amy, <laughs> let's put you back over here because you're the, you're the guest. So, uh, Let's. Uh, I can't believe you beat her, man. That's not right. You're supposed to like tank it for our guests. No, bro. I am. I all... was just so bad that he couldn't even like 
pretend like <laughs> I gave he her gave chance. me one. He's he a hard gave charger. me one. He's a hard charger. That's all I can say. He's a hard charger. He you win at all costs. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. So, uh, although Midwest backpackers wondering what your food bag weighs, Jeremiah. Oh well, I have no idea. I think on the last trip I took with him, it was probably I think it was like ten and a half pounds or something, twelve and a half. That was for three days. Oh yeah. But I brought everybody cookies. That's a so, lot of weight, man. Well, the cookies weighed two pounds. Wow. Two still, pounds you should have been like at eight pounds at that point, right? I don't know. It was a lot lighter after I ate all those cookies, though. You brought That's chocolate, sure. didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually want to talk to Amy about food. This is a question I was going to ask you earlier because I remember you mentioned to John, um, you're talking about the calories and, and you crashing and all that. I wanted to know, like, the logistics of... Like you packing your food, if you were doing caches, if you hitchhiked into town, how did all that work? So I planned uh, two resupplies and one of them is one that we had to mail. And the second one, we actually were very fortunate and Carson's parents decided to, um, to drive up and it's basically right right off the trail. I mean, it added almost no mileage at all. And they agreed to drive up and hand us a resupply. Uh, so we mailed them a bunch of stuff. Um, the first one, it was a little bit off the JMT, not really far. I think if it added any mileage, it was probably less than a couple. Uh, and then same for Red's Meadow, which was our second resupply. I think, I mean, maximum it added a mile, if it even added anything at all. Uh, and it was just just those two. So the first section we carried food for nine days, I think it was, or maybe it was supposed to be nine days. It ended up being eight days because we were early. Did, yeah. Whenever somebody was dropping that off to you, um, you already did. You say you already gave that to them, and they were just meeting you. Yeah. So the first resupply uh, was at Mir Troll Ranch, and they they do they have resupply services uh because it's just like a common point in the trail where people need it sure. uh so we mail it to them and then we just hiked up and said we're here to pick it up and they gave us our orange bucket that we mailed them um yeah and then they took our bucket back and then for the reds meadow uh we mailed carson's parents a bunch of stuff and Yep, they just drove up there and, like, yeah, Is there right any, off the road. Any food that, like, if I pack ahead of time on the Foothills Trail, we cashed, like, three days in and then picked it up. Is there any food that you were dreading or you got there and you're like, Psh, bro, screw that. I'm not <laughs> I'm not taking that <laughs> with me. I'm definitely giving this away or leaving it. Um, yes, Mountain House Biscuits and Gravy. Oh, hot take. And I know. And, you know, we only had... I think four of them total on the entire trip, but I think we had two on the first first section, and then we had a couple more in the resupply, and I was just like, nope. Too much. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the funny thing is, so beef stroganoff is my favorite mountain house freeze-dried meal, and I think I ended up packing like an insane amount of them. I mean, most of our trip, we had beef stroganoff for dinner, and I did not get tired of it at all. Wow. Well, you're yeah. getting called out by your family right now. 
Fun fact. Oh, route family. As little as she is, they don't know how much food this girl can eat. Like, apparently you can just flat out eat. That's your family talking. Yeah, I know. Well, I burn a lot of calories, so I need to take in a lot of calories. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I get a lot of comments sometimes. People are like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> Where's that all going? I think That's I just great. burn it off. That's probably what it is. <laughs> what was the what was the calories that you were trying to get whenever you were uh, packing your food? So I was trying. I, so I planned twenty six hundred calories a day for both of us, which I was worried that it would not be enough, um, especially for Carson because he is bigger than me. Uh, but we struggled to eat all of it in the first eight or nine days. Um, it's just, it's just a lot of food to eat, I guess. I mean, I tried to choose calorie dense foods, but it was chill. It was just hard to eat that amount of food. <laughs> um, and then something switched on, I, I forget what night it was, night eight or nine. Um, I was just hungry and suddenly we were eating everything that we planned plus extra. <laughs> um, but we did, we did lose a little bit of weight at the end. Yeah. The well, hiker say, hunger. Yeah. The, I was yeah. about to say the hiker hunger kicks in. Well, I got a Jeremiah, you got a couple comments here. I'll make sure they get in, but, um, okay. the cookies were worth it. I uh, that's and, yeah. I, worth it for me. Pack you go, Jeremy. And, and here's another one. Bridget's cookies were amazing. So, uh, uh thank you, Miyagi. So yeah. You're, you're hearing some nice comments there, even though they were giving you a hard time. I love those guys. I'll pass on the compliments to the chef. Bridget does a great job. Oh, yeah. She does a good job. I've had her cookies before. Yeah, I'm trying to get her to make Oreo balls. Amy, oh, have you heard of those? those? Are so good. No. Oreo balls, they're like, if you crushed up a bag of Oreos and then mixed a whole package of cream cheese and then let it sit. Oh, oh. And then you put white chocolate on every Oreo ball and put it in the freezer. Oh, it's like ice cream on trail. The only place that I can eat that is really if I'm good. on trail burning calories. That's the only place <laughs> I'm, I can even touch those things. I can't even have them near me. I'm afraid I will gain weight through osmosis. Like, yeah. Like, that sounds eat, so there's good, nothing though. healthy about them at all, and that's part of no. what makes them amazing. But uh, <laughs> You just eat like four of those, and then you're good for the day. Oh, my yeah. gosh, man. I ate four of those, and I'm going to eat four more. I checked out the Amy. Have you seen these green belly meals? We're talking about calorie dense food, and they're like seven hundred calories for this bar. Um, I think I've seen them, but I haven't really looked into them, or I've never had them. So it's a bar. It's like a I don't know they they sent me some they they asked if I want to try them. I was like, yeah, sure, because I seen Tim Watson. We were in Colorado eating. Um, we're just like stop for a snack. He pulled one out. This is them Look, here. Yes. How many calories is in that thing? Is that the coconut one, almond? Uh, servings per container is one at 650 calories. It's 600? mango cashew coconut. And That's a lot. How many That's grams? How many grams is that? Grams of what? How many grams is the weight? Like how much does it, this thing weigh? Yes. Uh, 5.47 ounces. 5.47 ounces. Grams, 155 grams. For, for 600 and something calories. See, that's your calorie-dense food. I mean, I haven't tried them yet, so I can't endorse Green Belly. Honestly, but. they're not bad. I had one when I went down to uh, uh, down to Virginia a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'm curious, good. what 
What's By the pro- way, you've been called out, Jeremiah, that your base weight is 30 pounds. Can't <laughs> is that true? It's. I like to take a little scale with me. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's close, though. I think it's like 28 pounds. But I like to take a little scale with me. And then, like a fish scale, and then when everybody gets out of their vehicle and like we're starting a backpack, then we can all weigh our backpacks. Yeah, that's always fun to do. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I'm curious, what's for lunch? the The last trail lunch I had, sometimes I suffer through it. I had like tortilla and pepperonis and string cheese with some Cheez Its. What was your all's go to if you stop? I mean, maybe you didn't stop for lunch. Maybe you just had breakfast or dinner. But what what did you all go with? Um, Cheez-Its, salty, uh, pretzels, just like a mix of all kinds of things. Um, (laughs) jerky sticks, uh, dried fruit, nuts, and also those, you know, the cliff blocks and the cliff gels. Yeah. Yeah, By cliff. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about the runner gels or the bike cycling gels or whatever they're called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we bring them backpacking. The gels have caffeine, or you can get some with caffeine in them. So that was a thing. And then the blocks, I mean, just extra electrolytes. But yeah. I never tried yeah. either of those. Yeah, I mean they're sugary. Yeah, <laughs> it's not really it's not really real food. So <laughs> so you don't eat that at home. Oh, definitely not. Oh, <laughs> even if she did, eater. she's not going to tell us that she eats those. <laughs> Oh, and sits around and goes, you know, I think I'm going to go get me one of those gels. That just sounds good right now. Go get a gel. So do you think it was a lot of extra work whenever you are out there backpacking and you had to film your whole journey? And I mean, I love the interview at home. Obviously, that was extra. But what about on the trail? How much more is that adding to your day? You know, I don't think it adds that much. Um, and like people definitely, I'm sure maybe you guys have gotten comments too saying like, oh, how do you, that must take so, well, okay. I do have to say though, it is very different with me than a lot of other or most YouTube backpacking channels because I have Carson and I mean, he films me or lately he's been letting me film him, but my phone takes just horrible video. And so it ends up being mostly video of me, but I have him to get shots of me walking in the scenery. And so it takes almost just no extra time at all. Um, yeah. I mean, I sometimes I wanna say something to the camera and that takes, I, I usually just like talk to the camera and then walk away, which you can kind of see in the JMT video. Um, I think I cut a lot of it out. Um, yeah, it, ta- it definitely takes a little bit extra time, but nothing, not what, how I think people would think. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We're getting some comments on some other ideas for snacks, uh, just to throw those out there for you guys. We got uh, the Welch's Fruit Snacks, which if you know me, you know that's like one of my all-time favorites. I always have those when I go out backpacking. So good. Uh, trail butter is awesome power food. That's good stuff, too. Have you guys had trail butter? I have not, but I'm assuming it is nut butter mixed with some other things. It's just nut butter. I mean, it's just... Oh, okay. It, yeah, I've got that in here, too. I'll pull one out here a little bit to show you, but... Uh, those are good. Um, Jason Wish has said he's been using a lot of gels, really. He likes the Mirror Energy gels. Ooh, which, I haven't tried those. Well, you should have because you were on the Mirror Trail. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think they're a little it. more expensive. I think that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I think. 
Oh, we got someone watching from Norway. How awesome is that? Oh, that is awesome. Hello. That's really cool. Yeah. So we had another question for you too, Amy from Hunter. Uh, it says, uh, what are some of your personal obstacles on, on your most recent hikes? Hikes. Ooh, that's a good question. <clears throat> oh man, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. I don't know how to answer that. So just, I'm assuming he's asking any of my recent hikes. Yeah. Yeah. It could be anything. Um, I mean, I can't say IT band syndrome because that's not, hasn't been bothering me lately. Um, I, maybe I want to say, I don't know if this is, makes any sense, but maybe finding the time to get the mileage in that I want to, um, I've, been trying to get out I mean because I live right next to some local trails really close and I've been trying to get out at least three times a week hiking and it actually even though I I do live so close it actually takes like a decent amount of time to you know get ready drive hike come back um and it's something that I've been struggling extra with because I've been trying to get extra mileage in because next month is my birthday and I was planning on doing and like set setting up my own little ultra marathon course. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, oh, and so I'm like, so I'm like really trying to get that in and I was just like finding it hard. And then you now winter's coming and it's getting cold and I have like rain nods and my can't feel my fingers. Uh, yeah. I don't know if, if that's exactly what he was asking, but it's kind of something that came to mind, I guess. Yeah, that works. We got more, yeah. more food things here, Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I always if, love Doritos. It, like, if you watch any of his videos, like Midwest Backpacker put that on there, like, yeah, he's always eating Doritos. So, <laughs> And I've backpacked with him, and so have you, Jeremiah, so you've seen it. You, you know it's real. Uh, uh, we've also got somebody who's watching from Alabama, very foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Very foreign. Uh, you're also getting some more props. Uh, Joseph Daughtry Aww, says, or da- Doughty says, I really like that about your videos. We get to see you hiking. Other videos, you hardly actually see the hiker, which I consider me not putting myself on the camera being a blessing to everybody who watches <laughs> my videos. No, 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 no. So, see, I don't think that's true because I, li- I specifically like to see people in the shots because I feel like it gives perspective. You know, you can see, like, I don't know. It's different. You can see what the trail looks like in a better way, if that makes any sense. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I prefer to see people in the shots. Yeah. Well, and you yeah. just asked, someone just asked if they, if you could send uh, Carson to Montana to film him hiking, it'd be a great time saver <laughs> for him. <laughs> That's something I want to ask you about, because I know that, uh, congratulations on your engagement, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank so, you. I, John, he's married. Hey, I'm married, and both of our wives aren't really too keen on the whole backpacking scene. I mean, mine will go sometimes, but you seem to go with Carson quite a bit. And I'm curious, Bridget and I, we, it has been, if you combine all the trails we've done together, a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> on both sides <laughs> we have both we've both been yelling mad dying laughing 
crying, laying in pain. So I wonder what the dynamic is with you Why two. Why is that not in your videos, Jeremiah? <laughs> like, yeah, we want to see You've done all these this. things. You, these would be the best hiking videos in the history of mankind. I, I don't if know. If we could see you and your wife screaming at each other, laughing, crying. I would love to see you in fetal position by your tent just crying in the middle of the night because you just can't handle it anymore. I mean, come on. Well, I try to be nice. When I put, when I'm ready to publish a video, her and I sit down and watch it together. You gotta so, work on this, dude. You gotta work on this. Well, I gotta live with her. You guys just get to watch the video. I mean, maybe you could create a new channel or something, or you could just send me the video and I'll post it on mine and I'll take all the views. Oh, that's a good idea. Awesome video. That, that's can, what we'll do. We can start Sorry, a secret Amy. channel. Sorry. We could. We could have a conspiracy and keep it a secret from Bridget. We could. We could. Oh we could my say God. I, I had a secret camera the whole time, videoing everything. What if she's watching this? She's she's like on the other side of this wall. She oh. can hear everything. Oh. <laughs> she was texting me a minute ago. I was like, "Hey, I, the dogs are growling at the door. I hope they don't start barking. They're going to interrupt your live stream." <laughs> I was like, "It's okay, babe." So, but your fiance actually likes backpacking. I assume. I mean, y'all are going all the time. What's the dynamic there? I'm sure it's a much better fit. Well. Okay, so it's interesting to say he must really like backpacking yeah. because um, so I actually taught him how to backpack and he was not into backpacking before. And it's really funny. I'll never forget. I don't he he could definitely hear me right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at one point on the trail, I I on the John Muir trail, I turned to him and I asked him, hey, would you have ever pictured, you know, like a couple years ago that you would have been doing something like the John Muir trail. And he was just like, Nope, I hated hiking or I hate hiking or something like that. Uh, because he's, he's a climber and a lot of climbers, they really don't like hiking because they don't see the point of walking to something that you're not going to climb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, but I think he does. He does like it though. He he doesn't like it as much as climbing. So there is a little bit of um, tug of war when it comes to whether we are doing a climbing trip. Which I don't. I'm, a lot of people might not know that because I don't show that on my channel. Um, but we do. We go climbing quite a bit, and so there's like a tug of war between climbing and backpacking. Uh, but when we do go, I mean. <clears throat> it's the reason why I want to marry him. He's just like this really easygoing person. And he's, we or I think we are both somebody and I'm pretty proud to say this, just like when something goes wrong or when things are not going great, I think we both do a really good job of just like, you know, as long as, as long as we are safe, you know, whether we're uncomfortable or not, we're good at like kind of shrugging it off or being like, well, we got to do, you know, make the best of what's going on or what we've got kind of thing. Um, so I think it's just, yeah, I don't know. Our personalities, and I'm glad that we're both like that because um, I've dated people in the past that were not. And, yeah, I just got really lucky, I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 Chris Oconey said his wife nearly kicked his butt while he was in the whites, apparently. So uh -oh. uh, you've obviously <laughs> done well for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift things just a second because a good question came up because there was something I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, it's a new ULA circuit review coming up for your channel, Amy. Now you have the Ohm 2.0, right? No, no, I have the circuit. I have the circuit. Yeah. Okay, so how do you like your ULA pack? Because uh, uh, 
because I know like that was a new thing. You'd been using the same pack for years and then you switched things up. Yep. So I had the same backpack for 10 years. Uh, and so I did need to kind of figure out how to use the ULA. It's a lot lighter. It has a lot less padding because I had old Gregory pack, um, which had a ton of padding, but I think that thing is like five pounds or something like that. Yeah. Um, it took me a little bit of figuring out how to, uh, how to pack it because in my Gregory pack, I just kind of like went crazy and I would just throw things in there and it didn't matter. Um, but the circuit, I can actually, things can rub my back a little bit. Uh, so I had to learn how to pack my bear can in there because on the side of like the bear vault bear cans, it has the like bumpy things. And so I learned that I couldn't put it in upright. I had to put it in sideways and that totally fixed the problem. <laughs> um, and I think I was just irritated at, at it at first of like where all the pockets and things were, uh, but it was just me being stubborn and <laughs> like, just like, I just need to get used to this new pack and there's nothing wrong with it. And I love it now. Um, it's fantastic, especially after that trip. I had like my whole system going. I had snacks in one of the hip belt pockets, my phone and chapstick in the other one. And yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. I'm a fan for sure. Yeah, gonna I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm keeping it. Yeah, I've got so. an own 2.0 and I love it. Like, yeah, I mean, I've got that thing figured out. I actually bought a, uh, a ULA CDT. I didn't buy it. I won it in a raffle, actually. Oddly oh, enough. nice. I won it in a raffle. And so I got it all souped up, got it home, used it on like six trips, and I've sold it. Oh. Like I literally sold it because I was just like, yeah, it's not working for me. I don't like it. And oh, so, interesting. So I actually went back to the uh, semi-framed because I don't consider those like framed backpacks. Right, yeah. Kind of semi-framed. Yeah, but, uh, I remember when I got mine, and I, I had the same problem you did, where you get those things pushing in your back because it's you can make it lumpy, you know. And yeah, so, yeah. So learning yeah. how to how to get that all packed up so that the uh, the back is nice and flat up against you and isn't irritating you the whole time that takes some yeah. work getting used yes. to. Yeah, and it seems like such a simple thing. I'm like, man, I am an experienced backpacker. How come I don't know how to pack my backpack? <laughs> but I mean, I guess, you know, if you have the same backpack for 10 years and it's the only back, the only backpacking pack you've ever had, you know, then I guess that makes sense. Oh, yeah. that's completely normal. The other yeah. day, like a couple weeks ago, I was going to the Smokies and somebody had made me a backpack. It's my first frameless, like big enough backpack I can put my stuff into it. And I was trying to pack it. I repacked it like three times. And then finally I decided, like, this backpack weighs 34 pounds packed, so it's frameless. It's probably going to give out before I make it to camp, and it's not going to work. <laughs> i got to go with the bulky one. Oh, well, man. What did, what did Carson use? Because you got it started. I was curious what backpack you started him with and then what he's using now. Um, he he ha was using climbing packs. Uh, he had an Osprey. I think it was like a 45 liter or a 48 liter. I don't know the name of it. Um, and then <clears throat> when he saw my circuit and cause I had, before we did the John Muir trail, I had taken it on some climbing trips um, because the material, and that's one of the reasons why that backpack really appealed to me is because the material is just seems super durable. And we go to the desert and we climb and we throw 
climbing, you know, sharp climbing equipment in there. I throw my pack on the rocks. We're scrambling on stuff and sometimes, you know, just abrading the pack. Uh, and he saw mine and decided that he wanted one too. So he, he ended up getting a circuit also. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. So did you get, did you get the X pack? Is that what you got on yours? Or did you get the, um, the still nylon? I, it was what it, I did. Is it just the aerobic? Is that what it yeah, is? The, yeah. You got the aerobic. Yeah. Just the regular. Yeah. Whatever it usually comes with. Yeah. yeah. Cause they just started <clears throat> making it so people can hot, can get theirs with X pack on it. And I lucked out a couple years when I got mine, when I, when I picked it up, cause they, I got it on a Facebook group and the guy who was doing that was like, Explaining to me, he goes, well, we have this X-Pack material. We're not selling it on the website, but you can get it through here if you want to try it out. And, yeah, that stuff's amazing. I don't know if you've used that before or been around or anything. It is insane. I've walked through complete thorn bushes, and it didn't do a thing to the yeah. fabric. It's amazing. So, Which is so nice, yeah. Yeah, it is. So you, you've done the John Muir Trail. You, uh, you're getting married here before too long. You're engaged now. There's something else that you are pretty passionate about that you, you, it's a lot on your Instagram stories and things like that. You're really passionate about fostering dogs. Yes. <laughs> so do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I do. And it's something, I mean, I've thought a lot about recently too, about just, yeah. Um, yeah, we started fostering dogs uh, for a while. <clears throat> However, I do have to say, Something happened that we are not bringing dogs into the house anymore right now. Um, we actually ended up kind of, a, well, we ended up adopting a dog. <laughs> so uh, we were fostering dogs. And then <clears throat> we actually, a dog that we already knew, uh, his owner didn't think that they could take care of them the way they deserve to be taken care of and we already know the dog and we we're like oh my god we love this dog so we just we felt like we didn't have a choice but to say yes um even though she is not an adventure dog um so i'm assuming you've seen fifi <laughs> char for fiona she's a 100 pound mastiff um so she lives in her house now <clears throat> and she has a problem with other dogs which is really unfortunate because she's very sweet. However, I was actually thinking about contacting the Humane Society today um, because they have dogs that just need to get out of the shelter. So that might even be just like taking them for hikes and things like that. Um, so I was thinking about contacting them about doing that as well as possibly getting a dog getting foster dogs back into our house, but finding a way to like introduce them safely. Cause it's just something that I really, really want to continue doing. Um, even though it is like heartbreaking sometimes. <laughs> How did you get into this? How did you, I mean, what made you get into fostering dogs? So I've been obsessed with dogs my whole life. <laughs> Let's just like, I've always loved dogs and I, <clears throat> I think I followed the Humane Society on Facebook, the Humane Society of Utah, and I saw that they had a, uh, a kennel cough outbreak in dogs. And I convinced Carson that we should foster dogs. And luckily he said yes. Um, the funny thing about it is 
uh, one of the first dogs that we fostered is when I went on the Candylands trip in earlier at the beginning of the year. And so I, I left Carson with this dog for a couple days by himself. <laughs> and apparently it was like a total disaster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and then once I think, so I took him back to the shelter and then I ended up having to foster that same dog again because he got sick again or something. Uh, and then I, I was just hooked. I was like, I want to keep doing this. I love dogs. I want my own dog, but I didn't feel like we should adopt one yet because I was like, we're going on all these trips all the time and it has to be the right dog. Uh, so we just kept fostering. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> that is precious. That's really cool. Yeah. It's what awesome. Is- have you had any uh, crazy, crazy things that's happened with the animals that you brought in your house? Like <laughs> any uh, crazy stories or destruction <laughs> or anything? So I have one gross, crazy story, and then I have one really sad one. Let's hear it. I don't know. Do you want both? Okay. So the first one I was talking about. Wait, when... wait. Sad first. Sad okay, first. Sad yeah, first. I'd rather end with laughter. Yes. Okay, <laughs> yes. First. It's, um, yeah. Okay. So the la- the very last dog that we fostered was a German shepherd <clears throat> and she was very nervous around people and she had surgery on her leg. Uh, don't know what happened to her, but like full on her whole leg was covered in staples. And wow. in our house, she was a little bit weird with us. Like I could tell she wanted attention, but like she didn't seem to know really how to ask or how to accept it. Um, and I think we had her, I want to say over two weeks and slowly over those two weeks, she like just got more used to us and became a lot more friendlier. She finally started sleeping in her bed with us. Um, but I took her to the vet. She needed to get her staples taken out. And I was ended up being at the Humane Society for a lot longer than planned. And all of a sudden I'm sitting outside because um, I wasn't allowed inside because of COVID going on. And all of a sudden in the lobby, I can see from the outside, I can see the dog running around the lobby. She somehow got in there and they were trying to put a muzzle on her and they ended up coming and she was like crying and screaming. The dog was like crying. Uh, They came out and they said, we can't get all her staples out and we just don't, we don't trust her. And we think that she's, going to hurt somebody and so they had they said let's schedule an appointment to take her to bring her back in when the vet is here and we can actually sedate her and um and and do it that way that way she doesn't hurt anybody so I ended up wait what there was another time in between that time I also saw the vet and it was supposed to check how she was walking um and she wouldn't let the vet anywhere near her and I think she kind of like snipped at the vet when the vet tried to get close. Um, so that other time I tried to take her in to get the, all the staples taken out. They said, okay. Um, I, I dropped her off and went home and they said, we'll call you when she's done. <clears throat> and I ended up getting a call. Like it was, I think four or five hours later. And I was like, this is weird. What is taking so long? They were just going to sedate her real quick and take out, you know, a couple staples. And they called and said that she had bitten two people, uh, two of like the vet people when they were trying to, before they, they didn't get to sedate her at all. Um, just when they were handling her, she just 
lashed out and freaked out at them and bit them. And they told me just straight up, we were putting her down. Like we can't, yeah, they, you know, they were saying we can't let her live in fear her whole life of people. And we also just can't have a dog out there who is just gonna just lunge and bite people. And so it was a really, really rough day. And I think it ended up being like, it was a tough week. Because I mean, obviously, we had grown attached. And I thought, like, you know, is there something that I could have done? Like, could I have maybe helped them put a muzzle on her because she trusted me? And maybe nobody would have gotten but you know, like things like that. I'm just like, it, it just could have been different. And it made me really sad. It was heartbreaking. She just needed love from when yeah, she was a little puppy. Yeah, she just, yeah, just needed like somebody with patience and, but yeah, so super sad. So that's the sad story. It was, it was really rough. Um, <clears throat> but the funny one, it's not necessarily a happy story, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's just really gross. Okay. So remember I talked about the dog that I left with Carson. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when I was in Canyonlands, I think Carson needed to go somewhere. And this dog, this dog was like, <laughs> so this dog, the poor guy, he just got, he had just gotten returned to the shelter re- like this past week for the fourth or fifth time. He oh, is like, you had this, that, you <clears throat> talked a lot about this dog. I, I, I yes. know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We fostered him two different times and he's been returned. And every time he's been returned, I like post it on my Instagram and my Facebook. And I'm like, somebody find him a home. He is the sweetest dog, but he is wild, like nuts, nutso dog. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <clears throat> so Carson needed to go somewhere apparently. <laughs> oh, to get him treats. <laughs> Carson said, <clears throat> and he came back and cause the dog also had, uh, like separation anxiety really bad. Sure. And Car- Carson locked him in the back room, um, figuring like that's a safe place for him. I think it was before we ended up getting a crate. Um, and he had sh- all over the bathroom, like oh. diarrhea. I think it was oh. definitely like anxiety, nervous poops and it was everywhere he tracked it everywhere he put his paws up on the door up on the wall (laughs) up by the window and so i can't help but laugh i'm sorry (laughs) it's like it's hilarious it was up the walls and carson sent me pictures and i mean it it didn't even seem like it was just one little poop pile it was like he it just like all came out of him he was so anxious the poor guy and it was everywhere and the sad funny thing is is i think carson cleaned it up and then what it happened again you went somewhere else he had to go some somewhere else i think he had to go to the grocery store or something and it happened again (laughs) oh no did he leave it for you to clean up no he didn't luckily um (laughs) But I did come home and I definitely found some leftovers and I was like, Uh, this is not fully cleaned. Um, But yeah, so that it was, I mean, you would have had to seen the pictures. (laughs) It was bad. I don't want to see pictures of that. I'm good. I trust you. I'm good. 
<laughs> anyway, so that's the funny story. I don't know how I funny you think it is. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, yeah. that, we're, we're, we're right at about the hour point, and usually what we try and do is we give you the opportunity to tell a little bit about yourself to people if they want to find you on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you are. <clears throat> so do you want to share a little bit of that real quick before we, uh, before we let you go? Uh, yeah, so just like my uh, where I am on Instagram. Yeah, um, all, all of it. All of it. Tell yeah. everybody all your stuff. Uh, so I think, I mean, YouTube, I think it's just Amy Rouch. Should be able to find me easily if you just search that. Uh, my Instagram is Amy Elizabeth Route, and I think that's it. Easy <laughs> enough. That's easy. Yeah. Yes. Amy Route. That's Amy easy. Elizabeth. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Amy, I, I will say I love having you on here for multiple reasons because your stories are hilarious, and <laughs> uh, you are you are somebody who everybody I know who are the guys who all went with you in, to Utah back in was it January or February. February, uh, I think, yeah. Dan, Dan Becker and, and Devin and all those guys, they all came came back saying you were the toughest person on the trail of all of them. And, and so uh, people who think that women can't do backpacking need to have a good conversation with you because I think they'll find yes. out real quick that's not true. Yes, so, yeah. So I think people make a lot you. of judgments. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I you, you shared a post one time about something somebody had said to you and – People obviously yeah. don't know you very well. So yeah. <laughs> anybody who knows you knows that you're one of the toughest people you'll ever backpack with. So thank you for being on the show so much. Uh, Thanks for having me. How about yeah. you, Jeremiah? You got anything else you want to say? I, I would like to know if at some point, people kept asking questions and stuff. We didn't get to all of it. But at some point, would you grace us with your presence again on the podcast? I would love to. You guys are awesome. <laughs> that's awful nice thank you thank you yeah i'm so glad you invited me i mean you guys are nice you guys are funny yeah i'm just super excited that you you know thought of me and i'm a part of this community and you guys are too it's a great yeah, time that's that's probably the best part about backpacking the community is just incredible absolutely yeah. incredible so yep. amy have a great one thanks again for being on the show and uh we, we're gonna get you on here again no doubt about it awesome you you've been one of our better guests. You're definitely better than Dan Becker. I mean, yes. No doubt about that. Is he watching? He's probably I not. I really hope he's watching. Just so I'm gonna message him that. personally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you later. All right, bye. Dude, she is great. Wow, that's a lot of fun, man. She was awesome. Hey, you need to see this. Your wife actually posted on here. Oh. Uh, in one way, I wish I liked backpacking as much as Jeremiah, but in another way, it gives us some time to explore new things separately so we can be ourselves and then connect after. Yeah, you can have the best of both worlds. Yeah. So, so your wife wanted to make sure she got that out there. And Thank you, uh, man, babe. she was great. Amy was great, man. Yeah, I really enjoyed having Amy on. That was yeah, fantastic, dude. I'm excited yeah. to have her again. No, she just said that was fun. So, yeah, so we will definitely have her on again. Uh, we've got next week's guest already planned, so I guess we can go ahead and announce who that is for next week and the week after. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, next so. week uh, we have Bryce, Bryce Newbold of Newbold Fanny Packs. He'll be Newbold on Fanny here. Packs. Yes. And who we got the following week? We got Justin Sylvester of It's mm. Good in the Woods. Uh, Justin Sylvester, what what I love about Justin is he is hardcore. The dude lives in the Northeast. He hikes in the cold. Right now he's building a giant lean-to, like this giant lean-to that he's going to hang out with his kids and his family with and everything. So, dude, 
He's he's pretty awesome. Both both of these next guests have some outstanding experience, and I also can't wait to hear Justin's stories. I know they're going to well, be great. I just I'm uh, is Bryce going to run his hundred mile race before this, or is this after we meet with it? We get to talk to him. I have no idea. I'm excited to talk about it whenever I know, it man. is. I know Bryce. Bryce has been doing a lot more like uh, stupid ultralight backpacking, and he just did like a bushcraft video or something like that. So uh, I'm interested to talk to him about these different things that he's been doing lately. So yeah, should be pretty interesting. Oh, it's good stuff. Should be pretty <laughs> interesting. Well, man, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. I'm oh. backpacking out in the gorge this weekend, so I'm going to be spending some time out in the Red River Gorge with a bunch of other hammock campers. So that'd be fantastic, man. I'm just yeah, going to be man. looking forward to uh, next Monday. We got something to look forward to on Mondays. I know, man. And even if nobody else shows up, we crack each other up. So that really helps. <laughs> At least we get to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's been fun. Yeah, buddy. So uh, I guess until next time, uh, for myself and Jeremiah, the king of redheaded backpacking <sighs> stringer, uh, we will catch you guys on the next go-around. Adios, folks. Good to see you.